Hi, welcome to the second episode of Just Skids. I'm Esme. I'm Clara. This show we're going to be discussing some topics. We've had quite a few people send us songs and some emails as well, which we're going to talk through. Before we start anything this episode, I just want to say... Happy fourth friend anniversary, Clara. <laughs> We've been friends for four years today. It's and been now, four long years. I know, and now there's we no are, quitting. No, now we're in the, this podcast together. We're in a house together, band together, so you can't get away from now. So I think today's episode is going to be a weirder one. Because we have certain topics, most serious topics that we want to talk about. Yeah, we should probably say before we get into this conversation that there might be some triggering things that we talk about today because, you know, we, we want to talk about everything that's come out about Berger Records and the bands associated with them and just predatory behaviour in general in the music scene. And it has been a lot of things happening recently and things that people have messages about. We won't get straight into it though, so we're, we're going to play a song first by Surfboard. personally like don't know where to even start with this conversation yeah I feel so like powerless about it and that's like that gives me anxiety and I know so many other people feel like that I mean everyone because that, that's the whole problem like it's just feels like you know everything is so much is coming out about everybody it's impossible to get away from it it's so overwhelming it's so draining to read about but we can't really not have a conversation about it right now. I think it's one of those things as well. I was having such a bad day yesterday, like I had a really stressful day in work and I was reading all of these accounts on um, at Lord by Berger Records um, and just so, so much like that and just thinking about so many things that have happened to me personally, thinking about things that have happened at gigs 
that I've been at or played. And I thought back to, you know, like, other places that we played and they've had, like, these organisations, like, Safe Gigs for Women and, like, those kind of things. I know Safe Gigs for Women is, like, um, not necessarily, like, in one place, like, it is just... But it feels like Liverpool doesn't have that, like, safety net at all. And with it being such a small city, even more so than, like, you know, people already feel ashamed to speak out about whatever's happened to them for fear of not being believed, for fear of, you know, like, it, it, coming, it coming back to impact them negatively. And I do feel like that is so much more the case in Liverpool because everybody knows each other and everyone is so clicky. I think you've probably had experiences like this as well where something happens to you in a bar, something or a venue or, or, or at a gig and, like... When I have had something happen to me or something said to me that was inappropriate or made me feel unsafe, my first instinct is to go tell a bouncer or bar staff. Because realistically, like, yes, I can talk back to somebody, but I don't always feel safe to do that. And it hasn't always ended well doing that for me or many other people because, you know, we all know how men can act when they get um rejected it can be like really really dangerous to do that so yeah so we started having this conversation recently because we got an email just after our first show went up from ollie we're going to read out now so it says hey guys hope you're well i'm just listening to your radio show and it's boss wanted to say thank you and hey all the tunes you played were sick it's both boss and inspiring to hear you chatting about how much more inclusive things need to be across the liverpool music scene it got me thinking about how I found myself involved. If it wasn't for Eggy or people creating communities within the scene, then I wouldn't be here now. And I just want to help these communities keep growing in more positive directions. Power to you guys for connecting things with the radio show. It seems really honest and I love it. I was speaking about how we can make things more inclusive. The biggest thing for me is eradicating sexual harassment at gigs and events through creating safer spaces and telling all the knobheads to leg it. After having that discussion, I realised it's so normal for me to go to a gig, but for other people it might be quite difficult. So to create safer spaces across the whole scene would be amazing. I want everyone to have the chance to get involved in what we all love. I love that email. Yeah, that, it was really nice to see that. We had a few emails after that with Ollie, um, and we're going to invite him and Neve. Yeah. on the next show to, to talk to them, because they've, they've got some really great plans to to make a more inclusive space so Mm. we're looking forward to chatting to them on the next show i'm so excited for the queer sex party (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'm sure that's what neve said to me hopefully we'll be able to grill her about it on the next episode but um i think they basically feel the same as us in that they want safe spaces so badly it's not too much to ask for you can't like that everyone that's coming to your gigs and you can't really know what kind of person they are so mm. it's hard to prevent it you just gotta be really vocal about not not wanting people like that in your space and like letting people at the gig know that mm. you are there to support them and if anyone is like that then mm. they're not welcome um, i've been having a conversation with a friend yesterday um so my idea is 
that I'm not sure what it's going to be called yet, but I want to have an organisation in Liverpool that holds space for people who want to report anything that's happened to them confidentially. They can even do it anonymously. I want to have, like, um, not necessarily an email, but, like, just some kind of service where they can write in and talk to somebody um, if something has happened to them that they feel uncomfortable with or that is giving them anxiety or even that they just want an opinion on about how to move forward. Because realistically, like, okay, I'm not a qualified therapist yet, but I don't believe that, like, therapy and counselling is readily available for anybody that needs it now. And while I'm not suggesting that I should set up a, like, free casual counselling service, I just want it to be a space where people can talk to people who will listen and understand and believe them. And I know there is a few organisations like that, but I want this to be specifically run by people with knowledge of the music scene and people in and around the music scene in Liverpool because there's been quite some scary accusations recently. You know, I feel like this thing that I want to do, this organisation, the first step is going to be having bar staff and venue staff and security trained properly in dealing with, like, groping, harassment, predatory behaviour hate speech even any even something as simple as somebody um embarrassing someone or making comments to somebody about wanting to use a gender neutral toilet and honestly I know that sounds really specific but the amount of times that I've witnessed that when we played gigs because yeah. you know we we do often insist on on gender neutral toilets for us and like for the fact that we have like uh, you know, like, a lot of our queer friends come to watch us and things. Um, so, yeah, I think that that is the first step. And I know that is an organisation out there at the moment. It's called Good Night Out Campaign. Um, and it is basically... I think they're planning to start up in Liverpool. One of my other friends told me about this because he was thinking about working with them. They just kind of, like, are going to go round and, like, train the train staff about about like safely handling like this kind of behavior because it is just all too common it happens like it it happens every day it happens every single time there's an event and it's it's impossible to deal with I honestly can't name a time where I feel like something has been dealt with right and that's not necessarily anybody's fault it's just like lack of somebody not knowing what the right thing to do is or what the sound thing to do is or like their bar's policy and like without getting super boring about it I just feel like that is like the first point of call for anything because it can just de-escalate an incident and something that goes hand in hand with that is like venues understanding the importance of like taking these reports seriously of documenting reports of assault or harassment or you know and for legal reasons but also for for kind of like their own security and and I I believe that they should like bar that bar an offender like somebody who does that because by not doing that that is always just going to be perpetuating others to you know think oh I can get away with that oh, I've seen someone do that, that's normal behaviour. 
And that is basically what that culture is, really, yeah. isn't it? I think things it's a have just thing. been let slip for so long and so often that people aren't scared to act like a dick or because they know that nothing will get done about it. you just got to try and make the safest place that you possibly can because it can be really scary going, going to gigs or even just going out because most people, like, you know, have experienced something like that and it's... It can really just make you just want to stay inside, and that's just—it's just so shit that mm. that that can happen. Like, gigs should be for everyone. You go into a bar, like you shouldn't have to worry about things like that, but you do because it happens a lot. Yeah, it needs to be taken seriously. And although it sounds like trivial, and you know, like you just said, then gigs should be for everyone. Yeah, so we're we're gonna play another song now just to break up the the heavy talk a little bit (laughs) Uh, so this band called natalie and the monarchy they are based in liverpool this song is called lingerie Come over me when I'm a yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, even queer spaces mm. are so bad for sexual harassment and just, like, groping and inappropriate comments. And it's like, where do you draw the line? Because it's not necessarily me ranting down this microphone being like, oh, I don't believe that anyone should be going to make out with your friend, like, without their verbal consent and things like that. I mean, yes, but basically just fucking consent. That's it. Yeah. Like... Such an easy concept, but seems to be so hard for a lot of people to understand. But the amount of... Pe- I mean, it, it is tricky, though. It's it's hard to talk about because I think in a lot of, like... I mean, I'm going to... I know you don't like it when I name names, but <laughs> I preach... Um, is known for like being so so many of my friends have told me that they like don't want to go because they they feel like people touch them too much people touch them inappropriately they feel like preyed upon by other queer people and I mean I'm not sure of the outcome but I know that they've had conversations with the organizers about it and just said like It makes me so uncomfortable. I feel like I should just be okay with being touched like that or, you know, being kissed or whatever without my consent um, because it's, like, a queer space um, and therefore I should feel safe. I mean, consent is consent, isn't it? It's not like it. you shouldn't feel like just because you technically should feel safe. That doesn't mean that you do and that's fine, like... Yeah. It might be a safe space in some senses, but then in another it's still it's still not safe. Um that's why there's so many levels to it really, isn't there? It's like it can be inclusive but not safe. I I have to agree like with with those comments that I've heard. I mean, I'm not this is in no way like criticizing preach because that, I'm just using that as an example. It's like pretty much everyone and I just feel like I'm excited for what what's gonna come because I feel like we are at such a pivotal moment where like everything's at breaking point. Everyone's fucking sick of everyone's shit and like <laughs> people are getting angry there. Like yeah. they are. People are really starting to like organize. It's got it's kind of really intense and stressful to just constantly be reading so much shit and like realizing how not good things are but Mm. at the same time it's it's good that it's being talked about and so many people are just like have just had enough of it and I mean hopefully something will change you know it's been going on for so long that it might take a while but I think an important part of how things are going to change is also like really questioning yourself and, and thinking like have I done that have I overstepped a bound someone's boundary when I've been pissed or when I've been you know I mean messing around with them you do have to recognize it because like your boundaries aren't always other people's boundaries and like I just think that is like one of the only ways it's going to kind of like calm itself down yeah that's very true if you realize because just because you have said something problematic or anything like that 
that doesn't mean you're a bad person that doesn't mean you should be cancelled i do think it is getting like a bit crazy and that's why this episode is this format today because i feel like we have to talk about it yeah it would be weird it would be really weird to just kind of glaze over it and just like i mean we want to play songs of course but like i just want to especially because of like the fact that like this show is like based around our opinions so much that it's like i worry about saying something that loads of people don't agree with i worry about saying things problematic but the reality is like you don't we shouldn't have to preface everything do you know what I mean? It's it's hard. It's a really, really hard subject to talk about. Yeah. But I think it's got to be done. I think these conversations have got to be had. And, yeah, just you have to take accountability for it and you have to actually um, not just do do things for show and not just use all the fucking buzzwords on Instagram stories. And, like, yeah. now is the time to actually really, really educate yeah, yourself on it and really ask yourself, like... There's no point saying you're, you're all for something yeah. if you don't practice it. and Which is another massive thing that, like, s- seems to just be, like, taking over everything. It's, like, exhausting to watch, I guess. It's that it's really polarising to watch, like, certain people just carry on with their life totally unaffected by COVID, totally unaffected by Black Lives Matter movement and... You know all of this, all of the other millions, hundreds, blah, 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 injustices and like hor- horrific things that happen every day, and then I mean this isn't me even like judging anyone that's like acting like life's back to normal, because I get it. It's hard. Like it's really hard no matter what position you're in. But but yeah, that what I was saying was it just kind of polarizes people because it's like the people that like get really exhausted by all of this and don't know where to start and like don't like have to have these difficult conversations yeah I think that the whole call out culture thing as well which is such like a massive thing at the minute I think everyone's a bit on edge and everyone's kind of worried to even say yeah even if their opinions are like well-intentioned or Mm. people are worried to say anything just in case they accidentally say the wrong thing and that's you don't have to do that no, like I totally agree with you there like it's fine to make mistakes if as long as you have <clears throat> the best intentions and if someone does call you out just accept it and apologize yeah I totally 100% agree like I do really 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 struggle with it at the moment because I just feel like I don't feel like it's the right way to go about it I don't feel like it it's pr- productive mm. I think that you've you've got to give people a chance to to learn as well though like you can't like if someone does make a mistake you can't just be like right that's it you are a terrible person because it doesn't work like that most of the time people just like haven't realized that they've said something yeah um obviously there are exceptions to that and some people are just like hateful yeah (laughs) just just hateful um but you have to give people a chance to, like, understand things and try harder because most of the time it is just, like, just not knowing, not understanding something properly or they've been told different things and they just don't... They don't know how to word things or, you know, you just got to talk, yeah. talk to them and it is... It's, it's a lot. <laughs> I know. Everyone has different experiences and, like, that is, like the core of like this conversation as well I guess because I feel like 
I was giving like a bit of a lecture at the start of the conversation. I don't want it to seem like that because I'm it was that was me just trying to like sum so many things up because I just feel I do just feel overwhelmed with it. Yeah. And I know I know everyone does with it at the moment. The next band we're gonna play is Torture and the Desert Spiders. This song is called When the Horse Will Run. Um, I asked Anna to send me this a few days ago and she wasn't going to because she didn't have it and she made this demo just for us, so count yourselves lucky.
so that was When the Horse Will Run by Torture and the Desert Spiders. Um, if, you're, if you're in Liverpool, you, you probably know Anna. She's just one of those people that everyone knows. She's always doing stuff. She puts on a couple of gigs we're under the name Kill the Radio. She knows how to throw a party. Yeah, yeah. it's always really <laughs> dramatic. Um, if anyone wants to talk about anything that we we have spoke about on on today's show, we've set up an email specifically for for this podcast. Um, just skids at outlook dot com, or you can DM us on Instagram um, at just skids pod. I mean, you can message us to just chat if you need to talk about something or. Like, I'd be interested to know any, like, thoughts or responses to anything that we spoke about today. Just wanted to mention as well, I know we, we've spoke about Helath No Fury quite a lot. Holly has posted a massive list, a Google Drive document, I think it's on. Yeah, it's uh, women, non-binary, queer, powered bands, promoters, sound engineers and labels. So it's kind of, like, all-encompassing of, like, the queer music scene and... Bringing everyone in, putting everyone in touch. It's not always easy, really. We will we'll link that on the Instagram so you can have a look at that because there's, a, there's so many great bands on there. It's really nice to, you know... It's also editab- <laughs> editable, is that a word? Yeah. So you can add bands that are on on there, basically. We're going to go now because we're super tired, <laughs> as you can probably tell from our withered voices. Yeah, thanks so much for listening again. Hopefully it wasn't too heavy and we'll see you for hopefully a very, very interesting interview. Yeah, and oh yeah. Some more songs. Bye. Bye.